Daily Dubs. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Daily Dubs Podcast. We are your hosts, Pastors Lem and my wonderful wife, Elizabeth. Hey, make sure you rate, review, subscribe right now. Do it right now. We want you to get this out to everybody that you can. Share it with somebody who needs it. Today, we're going to be talking about how to honor God in your relationship. That's right. Your, in, your uh, what do you call that? Emotional or like um, your lovely relationship. You're lovely. What do you mean? I you're, made that up. What are you talking about? <laughs> your lovely relationship. Not your friendships. Not, okay. And not, your, your not romantic. Your, yes, that's what I meant. Why did that leave my mind? How to honor God in your romantic relationship. Yes, not your lovely. Yes, that's what we're going to be talking about today. We talked about yesterday how to know if you should stay in your relationship, not your marriage. If you should stay in your relationship or if you should leave it, we called it love it or list it. So today we're going to be talking about how to do the things that we listed as ways to know if you should leave your relationship. Yeah, so if you not. decided you, you wanted to keep it, yeah. this is how you keep it appropriately. Yes. So this is step one, how to honor God. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. So, hey, man, let's jump right into it. Uh, how to honor God in your relationship. Step one, what did we say? Number one, define the relationship. Define the relationship. Yeah, man. I say this all to. the time because if you don't manage expectations, mm -hmm. just stuff will hit the fans so hard. So you have to make sure that everyone knows what's happening and where you guys are going. Yeah. What are we doing here? Like, yeah. is this just me, you liking, you know, us liking each other and us feeling it out? Or do we actually have a plan? Mm -hmm. Are we actually trying to get involved deeply or are we just hanging out? I think it's been lost, the art of defining the relationship because the media and everything around us tells us that everything has to be so serious from the jump. You know what I mean? Kids aren't really looking for somebody to just kick it with. Yeah. Like you could well, be my favorite person. Well, I think they are looking it for somebody to kick it with, but they don't say that. Right. And then like I feel like it's always no offense to us girls, but I feel like it's always the girls who are like this is my person. Oh my yeah. gosh. Everybody's they're so emotionally the one. invested mm -hmm. and they're trying to plan their lives around this guy and the guy's like I thought you understood that this was like the movie The Kissing Booth and we're just going to hang out. <laughs> right, right. Which we're not advocating. However, we are saying that there are ways to have different relationships with people that doesn't always have to be like, man, is this my spouse? You know, because yeah. dating is only dating when it's an actual courtship to marriage. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's when dating is dating. But you could have a friend that, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. If I was single and you were single and we weren't romantically into each other, we could still choose to be each other's Valentine. Yeah. But we got to define that. Yeah. I got to let you know, hey, this isn't me really liking you like that and you're not really into me. We're not boyfriend and girlfriend. We're not even trying to be. But we do love each other with the love of Christ. This is a special thing that we have. You yeah. Know? When I want to go see a movie on a weekend, I'm going to hit you up. Yeah. You're my safe person. It's exactly. cool. Like, you Yeah. Know. When I don't want to eat by myself at King's Restaurant. Well, I don't know why I listed King's. I would never eat Definitely at would never eat at King's. But where I'm thinking about, you know, things that I would do when I was younger. So if I want to eat with you at a restaurant, you're the person that I'm going to hit up. Yeah. You know, it's not just 
this is more than friendship. We are friends, but we can also spend alone time together. You know, there are and different ways going to Going off this. of that topic as well, like, don't be afraid to have a friend of the opposite gender. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay. Yeah. It should not be uncommon. You shouldn't be panicking every time a guy talks to you or a girl talks to you. It shouldn't right. be the first time. Exactly. Goodness. As long as you define that Exactly. Because in people's minds, they go straight to, oh my you goodness, must like me. this is my husband. This is my wife. We're going to have this many kids and- we are definitely one. We're the ones for each other. No, yeah. no. If you define a relationship, some ways are, are you friends or are you dating? Yeah. You know? And if you're dating, are you dating or are you going on dates? Yeah. There's a difference. There's a difference. Because if you're dating, is it, okay, are you thinking about this person as your spouse? Right. Are you even ready to make that decision exactly. at 14? Come on. Probably not. But if you're closer to an age where you can start actually mapping out your life, then okay, let's start talking about this because this could get serious. Right. And then I would have to actually, you know, make decisions that would count for your life. Right. Because dating is exclusive. That's when it's like, look, you're the only person I'm going on dates with. Yeah. You're the only person that I'm getting a Valentine's for. You're the only person that I feel this way about. So define the relationship. If you define the relationship, you'll be able to honor God with your relationship because nobody will be in the wrong mentality about what it is. Yeah. Because that just brews drama. Yeah, and it's the same thing as like the Bible says everything that, you know, is of God is in the light. Mm -hmm. There's nothing in the dark with God. Right. Right. He is light. Exactly. So make sure everything is out on the table. Like, hey, man, I'm not thinking that you're my spouse or anything. I just really like you and wanted to hang out with you. That's cool. Put it out on the table. Don't right. leave it in the dark. Because in the dark, it could have like detrimental impact on that other person who's thinking he definitely thinks I'm his wife. Right. Yeah. Don't no. do that. Not cool. Yeah. Yeah. They can be either Mr. or Mrs. Right or Mr. or Mrs. Right now. So define the relationship. Number two. Establish boundaries. Boundaries. Intimacy boundaries. Yeah. And not just physical intimacy boundaries, but boundaries that keep your heart whole and keep you from being yeah. too involved or too invested in something that you don't need to be. You know, And that it just brews right off of defining the relationship and once think, you define it. Have those boundaries. I think with intimacy boundaries, too, not just like physical, but intimacy boundaries. Keep people in your life. Mm-hmm. Don't shut everybody off in your life and keep that one person. Right. Because then that one person ultimately becomes everything as far as intimacy for you. Yeah. So keep your best friend. Keep your relationship with your youth pastors, with your parents. Keep your relationship with your friends, with your siblings. Keep those relationships because then you you can have different areas of your life that you share and you're not putting all of your eggs in the one basket and having intimacy with just one person. Right, right. And I mean, you can define that and you can make those boundaries like, hey, we go on dates maybe twice a month. Yeah. You know, don't call me every single day. What are we going to do tomorrow? What are we going to do today? What are you doing right now? Talk to me the whole night. You know, have those boundaries as this is how often we're going to be around each other. Maybe it's as often as you like. Maybe that's what you guys have. But then there's other people where you might say, you know, hey, I like to take you out once or twice maybe. I like to just go hang out on like every other weekend. You know, maybe when I'm not busy and you're not busy, if we're both not busy together, we can hang out. Just establish those boundaries to say this is where we're taking this. So then yeah. you still you have open communication. Nobody is being 
nobody feels like they're being either taken advantage of or not appreciated because yeah. you already know. You already know, look, we hung out last night. We're probably not going to hang out again for about a week. Yeah. You know, we're probably not going to talk on the phone and they're definitely not going to text me tomorrow. You yeah. know what it is you, and it's out in the open. So therefore your heart's guarded, their hearts are guarded and you have those boundaries there. Now let's talk about the physical ones though. Yeah. The physical ones are like really, really, really important. Here's a newsflash. If he's a guy and you're a girl, you're going to need some boundaries. Yeah, because he wants to touch you. the way that you, both of you were made was that you're going to want to get closer exactly. physically. Exactly. You, you're just going to want to. And if you don't, then you're probably not human. But you, you're going to want this. This is a natural thing. So you have to guard against it. You can't be surprised and you can't make the decisions in the moment. You can't be in like deep in a moment mm -hmm. and then make the decision like, you know what? These should probably be our boundaries. Like, no, that's not going to work. You're not going to be able to backtrack. Yeah. Just do it before. Do it before. You know it's going to happen. You know you're going to get to a point where you're going to want to be more physical with this person. So yeah. make boundaries from the jump. Yeah. And this it, is what we're going to do and this is what we're not going to do. It's really important, I think, also because... What we have to realize is God's no idiot. So we say it all the time. In America, especially in American culture, our bodies are already prepared to do what it is that we want them to do. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you think about it, what? You hit puberty right around age 12. Yeah. So from about 12 years old, from there on, you're ready to make babies. You're, you're ready. able to procreate. You're able for to do sure. this. God wouldn't give us the ability if it wasn't like, part of his divine plan it's yeah. just that where we are and where we live you're not able mentally you're not able legally to do these things and so you have to learn to steward that yeah until it is the appropriate time exactly i mean you figure high school goes through 18 years old yeah so nobody's getting married at 16 17 here in the united states nobody is no one yeah. other places absolutely yeah because other places it's a different society, it's a different, it's a culture. different culture. But here where we are, you got to know, look, from age 12 to 18, I'm not getting married. I'm not <laughs> I'm I'm going to be living with my parents. I'm going to be going to school. I'm going to be living this normal life for me. Yeah. where I am and my body is already ready to take it to the next step. Mm -hmm. So it's not like we're saying, how could you ever want to be physically intimate with somebody oh, no, as a 15-year-old. Of course it. you want to be. Yeah. You're designed to be. Yeah. But if we have those barriers, because you can't miss what you've never had. You yeah. know what I mean? So if you have those barriers and you put those things in place, then it makes it easier to continue to honor God. Because yeah. like we said yesterday, you don't want to step into something that you know God doesn't want you to have and you know isn't pure, isn't holy before him, because now your relationship is causing a barrier between you and your father. Because you're not going to want to go stand before him yeah. if you know last night you were doing things that you don't want anybody to know about. And to be honest, if you're listening to this podcast, you've already decided you want to keep this relationship mm -hmm. and you will not be able to keep it without God. Exactly. You will not. If you want to keep it, you need God. Yeah. So you need his favor and his blessing on this relationship if you want to keep it. I have seen people my whole life try to keep relationships without God. And guess what? It has never worked. Not going to work. If it could work, then we wouldn't need God. And that's just not the way the world it always works. fails miserably. yeah exactly he is who we need so number one you're thinking about these barriers and making these intimacy barriers physically virginity rocks man yeah it's not just a t-shirt it's the truth it yes. was put in place by god to secure you and keep us all safe from each other 
right, from one another, it's made for marriage. Sex is made for marriage. So yeah. until marriage happens, virginity rocks. One of my favorite preachers, he said, don't do physically what you haven't done with your entire lives. Yeah. So don't go out here pretending like, oh, we are one. No, you're not. Because nope, you still live not. with your mom. Yep. He still lives with his mom. Come on. You guys still have separate lives real. and dreams. Yeah. And you are not one. So don't do physically what you haven't done with your whole life. It's right. it's a flip-flop kind of thing. And it wasn't mm-hmm. meant to be done that way. Yeah. Until it is consecrated under marriage, your virginity, your sexual, what? Your sexual activity and your body, your body, let's say it like that, until it is consecrated under marriage, your body belongs wholly to God. To God. It belongs to God it's even his. after marriage. You know, so we have to make sure that we're doing the right things with what he gave us. You know, the Bible says it. We say it all the time. Sexual sin is the only sin that the Bible says is sin against your own body. Yeah. You know, it's sin against the temple of God. It's sin against yeah. where God wants to live. So why would we take something? Why would we take something so precious? God's like, I love your body. I want to live in your body. And we go ahead and we defile it when we step outside of his order and we engage in something too quickly. And don't listen to the culture that says everybody's doing it and everybody's fine. Right. It's not true. Not true. Everybody is doing it and nope. people are not fine. Not fine. I know. Yeah. I know. One day we'll do a podcast on like the What's not fine the about spiritual having... repercussions, <laughs> yes. the mental repercussions, the chemical repercussions, the emotional repercussions. We'll go over all of that stuff one podcast. Yeah. But for right now, just know virginity rocks. Okay. That's what you want to do. Make sure that you stay and if you've already given it up, like let's be real, if you've already crossed that barrier. Dial it back. Yes. Just start over. You can over. always start over. Start over. Nobody cares. Just Nobody start over. Nobody says you have get to. Get it right. You know, say it's been done. Yeah. Move forward. Just know. get it right. So how do we stay in that place of purity? Uh, a touch barrier. And a visual barrier. And a visual barrier. Okay. I shouldn't know what you look like naked. And nobody else should unless they put a ring on it. And nobody should know how certain parts of your body feel. That's right. Before they've put a ring on it. That's right. That's just the way it goes because all it's going to do is tempt you to do more. Yeah. There's always going to be a leading There's to do gonna more. There's never going to be enough. It's nope. not going to be enough. Mm-mm. You're not going to be like, oh, you know what? It's cool. We'll just do this, this, and that, right. and that'll be enough. Exactly. It's not enough. And relationships, just like everything else, they were meant to grow and they were meant to continue to flourish. Mm-hmm. So if you don't give your relationship any amount of growth, it's on its way to die. Exactly. And you're going to feel that. Yeah. So that's the natural progression. Don't, it don't start on. feeding something you can't sustain. Exactly. So, and, and thinking about it, it's really like the everything but mentality. Like, hey, the Bible just says don't have sex. Yeah, but the Bible also says be pure. Yeah. So if I'm not being pure in my physical intimacy with my girlfriend, then. It's not going to be pure regardless. It doesn't have to be sex to be impure. Yeah. Right? It has to be sex to be sex. But to be pure and to be holy and to be proper, it has to be pure and holy and it has to be proper before God. It shouldn't cross those lines. There's certain things that only a husband and only a wife are privy to. And those things you don't want to involve in your relationship right now because it's just going to mess you up, man. It's It's going to mess you up. So don't do it. Stay in line physically and emotionally have those barriers number three 
dating protocols. Yeah, you should establish those right from the start. Yeah. Like, well, how are you going to date? Yeah. Where are we going to date? Are we going to do private meetings? I know a lot of people who like group dates. Mm -hmm. I'm a big fan of group dates. Mm -hmm. It's a great and safe way to get to know each other. Yeah. It's a great way not to have all this pressure to constantly stare at each other's eyes and right. make conversation. Right. When you're in a group date, you can actually have fun and be yourself. And for all you people out there who don't really know this person yet, it's a great way to see them interact with other people. Exactly. Because you can fake it when it's just you and me. Yep. But when it's a group of friends and they know you, you can't fake it. So I actually get to see who you really are. Exactly. And having, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's essentially chaperones. Because yeah. when we're out and we're about with other people, it keeps us from doing things that, or it keeps us from being in situations where it's just you and me. This is all you and yeah. me. We're the only ones that can keep ourselves from going further. So it's when we have those things in place, it's like, all right, this makes it easier. This may, I remember when we were dating, your little sister was everywhere. She was on all of our dates. Oh, my goodness. Every time I took you out, it was like, you got to have enough money for her and her sister, man, because she's going to be there with you. But it worked because... It wasn't if we said, hey, we're going to get in the car and we're going to drive an hour and we're going to go to Hershey Park. That's what we were doing. Yeah. We weren't getting in the car, driving an hour and going to some hotel resort to do things we shouldn't do. It was no, we're going to do what we said we were going to do. We're and mind to... you, we were grown yeah. while we were dating. Oh, yeah, we were. Yes, we were in college. Yeah. So we we weren't like. 14 year olds who no. you know whatever we were grown and we still had a chaperone still. because we still wanted to make sure and you know what i love the fact that she was there mm -hmm. because it forced us to get to know each other because right. i really did like you yeah. and you really did like me so yeah. it wasn't hard for us to just get wrapped up in the physical exactly so we, it was easy when my sister was there all the time because then i'd have to talk to you like hey how was your day how was right. your weekend what are you exactly. doing this week there has to be some depth to our we relationship had to, we had to go deeper because there was no option no option to get yeah. Surf, superficial and a lot of times the chaperone will buffer out all of those things that we think we have that aren't actually there you know if you don't want to hang out with that shorty with her friends there then you don't want to be with her yeah, at all you don't like right? her <laughs> if you don't want to be around him when his friends are there then you don't want to be around you don't him. like him because that's who he really is and that's, that's who you really are yep you'll take them whenever in any situation you'll take that person it's not just like oh man all right well your friends want to come so we'll just hang out next time or hey i'm coming over okay my 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 family's here like, what do you mean your family's here? Okay, well, then we'll just hang out. Let me know when they leave. Like, that's a horrible relationship. Yeah. That's a horrible you wanna relationship. You want to see this person interacting with more than just you. Yeah, don't you and like you me wanna for see, me? Yeah, you just want to see the dynamics of who they are because you really should like that person for that person. Exactly. Exactly. Shoot, I remember we used to go on family trips together. Yep. Like, I hung out with your dad. More than you did with me. A lot of times. Yep. A yeah. lot of times it was, all right, I'm hanging out with him. Uh, but it's, if I want to be with this woman he's going to be a part of my life yep so i just need to i need to know that if she's worth it then the family's worth it if she's worth it then her friends are worth it if she's worth it she's just flat out worth it yeah. that's it so it's going to be different than i only like you for certain things so therefore if i can't have exactly that then i don't want to yeah, be there around was there were certain times where you would come to see me where you'd leave with uh, nothing you just had a great day interacting with my family. Yeah. You'd leave yep. with nothing Dated for you. Dated the whole family that day, and <laughs> that was it. We all went out. We all hung out, and, and we all spent home. the time, and then I left. <laughs> then I left. And you know what else we had? Is another one in here. Uh, frequency. We had frequency protocols. So we didn't just have, like, hey, we're going to have chaperones with us, but we had time. Like, yeah. there was a limit. 
You know what I mean? It was like, this is not going past. This is, it never went past 11 p.m. Yeah, I mean, my dad would even call me when I was at school and say, hey, are you with Lem? If you are, you need to go home. Right. Yep. And I'd be like, darn it. Because it keeps us, it keeps us honest and it keeps us away from those situations where now things are going to be harder and harder for us to make right, sober, and conscious decisions you and can know we what I'm just saying? say nothing good happens after like 10 p.m if you're oh. on the phone with this person right. after 10 p.m and you guys are falling asleep you want to start talking crazy most likely you're going to do inappropriate things yep. there's going to be pictures shared you probably shouldn't share this is and true there's going to be conversation had that you probably shouldn't have yeah, yeah. so don't do it just yeah. say hey good night i'll talk to you tomorrow those Peace. are intimate hours man the yes. later it gets it's like well this is it's like couple skate at the roller rink. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> this song is couple skate only. Yeah. Once we start getting into the wee hours of the night where you just want to lay down with somebody and just yeah. start opening up with all of your feelings and emotions and your body, that's couple skate for the married folk. Yeah. Okay, this don't isn't do it. don't play with that fire because it's it's meant to be like that for a reason. Yeah. We get intimate going into the night we get intimate when we're alone we get intimate when we're private so those things know that you're not weird for wanting to do it it's just should you do it right now yeah that's it if you're not in the right place if your relationship hasn't grown to where you guys are saying we're going to be with each other we are husband and wife then don't do it don't do it look forward to those things yeah look Look forward forward to to having that Say, hey, I can't wait until, I remember I used to think all the time, like, man, I can't wait until I never have to say goodbye to my girlfriend ever again. I can't I wait to... until a twin bed is going to be too small. For us, yeah. Because I'll never sleep in it again because there's going to be somebody sleeping with me next to me every night. Like, I couldn't wait, you yeah. know. For me, I just couldn't wait until I never had to explain why I wanted to bring my boyfriend. Right. It was a given that my husband would be there with me. Oh, yeah. I couldn't wait for that. Yep. Yep. So have those dating protocols. Also, here's another one. Involve the right people. Oh my gosh, yes. Please keep involve people in your life. The right people. And involve the right people. Not yes. your ratchet friend that no, wants no, no, you no, to no. go down the same path as she did. But like involve people who are going to keep you accountable. Have the right authorities in your life. Yeah. The, the word of God has already established the community that you live in and has already put positions in your life that protect you. Yeah. Use them. Use them. Use them. Use the right people because just like we said, group dates and chaperones, with the wrong group and with the wrong chaperones, it can go just as sour just as quick. Oh, yeah. With the wrong people around, the wrong people that are like, hey, man, I'm going to go ahead in the other room, you know, give you guys some time. Or people who just start, I mean, I've been in some crazy situations where you're like, oh, my gosh, are they just going to like start like making out like right in front of me? It doesn't even matter that I'm here. It doesn't matter that I'm here watching this movie with them. They just going to do whatever. Like, am I just the scapegoat i personally despise the instigators the people who you're on a group date mm-hmm. and you're not even there to date anybody and they're like oh you would make a cute couple with them why don't you right. just hold hands right yeah oh why don't the we troublemakers do this? yeah like no listen don't right. involve any of those toxic people in your life yeah man Put you the right people in your involve life. the right people and exclude the wrong people exclude not like limit no totally exclude and the don't wrong tell people. the wrong people about your relationship don't even involve them at all. Don't tell them the details about it. Stop putting crap on Facebook that you're in a relationship. You're just just do that thing in the appropriate setting with the right people knowing. Yep. You don't you stay away from the busybodies. 
Stay away from the gossips, the troublemakers, the haters, the scandalous people. Stay away from all of those people because if you don't want that stuff in your relationship and you want it to honor God, you can't involve ingredients that don't honor God. If somebody is a person that's like, hey, I'm not going to honor God, why would you involve them in your relationship? You know, like if they even have bad friends, sometimes good people have bad friends. Yeah. Well, then it may not be the right time for you to start dating that good person with the bad friends because that bad friend is going to come right along with that relationship. And be honest, like, look, I like you. I just really don't like your homie because I'm trying to do this the right way, but I see what they do. I hear what they say. And I know that if we're around them, they're just going to bring that into what we got. And I don't even want to look bad, you know, because part of all of this honoring God with our relationships is so that we don't make the name of Christ look bad yep and that we also don't make the other person who you're in the relationship's name look bad and you don't make your name look bad this is about it's not just saving face but for lack of a better word we'll say that it's about saving face for everyone i mean and that's honor yes exactly because you don't want people walking around saying oh you say you're a christian and you say you do this and do that but i know about your relationship with such and such and i know what you did with this person last weekend and all the people in the school say this about you you don't want that because now it's putting christ to shame because you're you're claiming christ and you're claiming to be a child of god but your witness is saying something else. You know, the Bible says flee from the appearance of evil. Yeah. Not even just don't do bad things. Don't make it look like you're doing bad things. There's too much at stake. You think that you're just a kid or you're just a regular person, mm-hmm. but you're not. You're someone who has divine purpose and you have a message that God wants you to do on this earth. Exactly. And every time that you take away from that influence and you take away from that position that God has put you, you are now leaving things on the table. There's a lot at stake. There's a lot at stake. And you lose your integrity most of all like if you don't do what you would do when people are around when people are not around yeah. they'll never believe that you're not doing them when they're not around yeah you could have the most pure intentions just like uh with our example of my wife and i you know the fact that we didn't hang out past a certain time it was honoring her dad yeah because i couldn't have people in her neighborhood seeing me with her at 1 a.m and they would think all right, well, Elias, her dad's name, Elias definitely has lost control of this situation. Yeah. Because this girl is running around with this guy at one o'clock in the morning. They're by themselves. I wonder what they're doing. I wonder what they're about to do. I wonder what they just did. And a lot of people are just going to assume the worst, and then it gives the body of Christ a bad name. So we have to say, you know, it was great when people would look at us. I remember when we got engaged, we were so young. We had just turned 20 and 21. We got engaged. We were 21 and 20. I was 21. She was 20. And people, like, I remember some of the people were like, man, why so quick? Like, you are you guys are still in college. Like, what's going on? Like, is everything okay? Like, is she, like, pregnant? Like, what's happening here? And it was so integral that the answer was just always like, of course not. No. Like, yeah. we've never even crossed that boundary. Yeah. Like, We've never even gone to that point in our relationship. So, no, we really just, we want to get married now so that we can do that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like That's yeah. just, that's what we, we want to get married right now because it's been a year. And uh, 
I we haven't been know. able to do some of the things that I want to do. Yeah. And we want to be together. And our relationship was at the point where it had to grow further. Exactly. We couldn't continue to stunt it. It was already growing. Exactly. We already knew that we loved being around each other. Yeah. We already knew that we actually did love one another, that we wanted to see each other grow in Christ. We yeah. wanted to see each other grow as people. We were yeah. interested in what God was doing in both of our lives and how he was going to do something with us together. So when we decided, hey, it's time to move to the next step, it was the easiest decision ever. Yeah. It was like, of course, this is the logical next step. And since we haven't tainted it with bad decisions along right. the way, yeah. it's like, let's just do this. It's time to do it right now. Once we do this, it's going to be perfect. And we're going to be able to be together with no shame, with no guilt, with no regret. And, and always be future minded. I tell every single teen that I talk to, like, you're somebody's mother. You're yeah. somebody's wife yep. already. Mm hmm. Okay, so don't taint that reputation already. One day you'll have to look at your baby's faces and tell them who you were as a teen. Exactly. And you don't want to be ashamed to tell your daughters, this is who I was. Right. You don't want to be ashamed to tell your sons, I was a complete, like, dog of a man. Right. Don't don't think about, like, in the moment. I know that the culture says live for today. You, you know, you're going to die young. That's not true. No, no, no. no live no, no, as no, no, if no. you're already somebody's wife. Exactly. You live as if you're already somebody's mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make that thing count. Make sure that it's intentional. You know, everything that we get into. And this is, we're saying this because of it being February and we're talking about like intimate, like romantic relationships. Yeah. But really, this is relationships in general. Yes. You know what I mean? This is relationships in general. You could be a guy with a toxic male friend that only wants you to do bad things. You could be a female with a toxic female friend or friends that only want you to do bad things. But establishing these things in your life saying, God, my entire life is going to bring you honor. So every relationship in my life is going to honor you is the way to live. Because when you honor God, he honors you. That's right. Simple. You honor God, he honors you. When you need God and when you want to see God move in your life, there's no better way to say to God, God, I need this. And God, I want to see you this way and know that he's going to do it because he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Yeah. And so, when you step outside of God's will, you give your relationship over to the working of the enemy. Exactly. And he's only going to kill, steal, and destroy. Yep. That's what he came to do, and that's what he's going to do. It's an invitation for drama. Yep. It's an invitation. A lot of times people look and they're like, man, why is my life so drama-packed? And I'm like, well, you involve the wrong person, which yeah. is the devil. You involve the wrong you system, which sin. is the world. Right. You, you're you not keeping it in the parameters that God has given us. God isn't – he's not – doing these things to make us bored. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not like, hey, I don't want you to have any fun, so just follow these rules because I know like, you want to have fun, but really I don't want you to have any. He wants us to have the most fun possible. Yeah. He wants us to have the best relationships. He wants us to have the best life. And he's like, if you just trust me, this is the way to do it. Yeah. This is how you have the best life. This is how you have the best relationships. And this is how you stay in the best standing with me so that nothing ever comes between us. Yeah. You never run and hide from me. You never kick me out of your life. And you're never embarrassed to be around me. Just do it like this. So that is our show for today. How to honor God in your relationship. We know that it's blessed you. So let it bless somebody else. Share this thing, man. Yeah, and go take talk these to somebody steps. about it. <laughs> take these steps and apply them. Apply yes. these steps. Apply we want you them. to be successful not only in life and in relationships, but in everything that you do. Exactly. Exactly. No more drama. You know, if, if drama has been the norm of your life until now, just make some changes. Involve God. Honor God. And get rid of that drama. Get rid of all of those heartaches and heartbreaks 
and all of those things, even bad reputations and bad decisions, they can all be made right. So thanks so much for tuning in, man. Rate, review, subscribe, turn on the notifications, never miss an episode. And we thank you for listening. We thank you so much. So on behalf of my wife and I, thanks everybody. And never forget, God loves you and so do we. Peace. Daily Dubs.